Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rain 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We're back for two times a week. Yay. Did you miss us? Yeah. Woo-woo. I'm so excited. Brenda and I have a lot gearing up for this year. We are refocusing attention. Um, We have meetings set. We're excited to dive back in starting this year off right full full throttle. Yeah, it's going to be so, so great. Um, It's just, it's been crazy. Like I was even thinking now as I was looking back at like our calendars from last year that I just can't believe, like I was looking at certain guests that we had lined up. Obviously things go awry during the holidays. It's just a thing for any industry. But um, I was like, oh my gosh, that was that long ago. Like I can't believe we're in January and I, I feel like it, has- it feels like this holiday season like was so long yeah it like the season at least for me I feel like the season itself was long but I don't know in in a sense now I look back I'm like where did that all go oh yes exactly I 1000 percent agree yeah, yeah but like, here we are we're ready to go ready to share all of the things with you guys um actually it's been a couple a little while since Julie and I have caught up she's been traveling um life has been going on and what not but so you're gonna hear us catching up live so I'm very interested to see what the heck is going on yeah I I love when we do these episodes because it's like oh here's what we're navigating in real time and I feel like most people are probably you know the collective is usually pretty in 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 tune with each other and usually people are kind of feeling the same ways a lot especially with like the world being the way that it is right now I'm sure a lot of us are feeling um similar ways about similar things and also like decompressing after the holidays I know like something I definitely want to catch up on is navigating like um social battery I know we've talked about it like a couple times in the past few weeks but like after I mean we'll catch up but after being away for so long like I'm feeling both energized in one way and very depleted in another way it's like a very weird yeah very weird feeling so we'll get into all those things catching up about the holidays and before we do all that it's time for Pride and Pickle! Woo! My pride. My pride this week is, I was just talking to Liz a little bit about this, and I'm just very grateful for like little things. I feel like I've been talking about Chris a lot more on the show, but I think it's just naturally like what's going to happen since he's so much more of my experiences now. But I'm just like, I'm so amazed lately and always, but especially lately about just like how well we've been able to morph our routines and our lives together, even though they're different. Like, I don't know. I don't think I ever took too much time to think about it, but I'm so grateful for so many of the big things. Absolutely. But so many of the little things, and I've really been trying to keep tabs on them um, just because they're important to recognize. Like I was on the phone with Liz before and she um like even when it comes to like making sure I'm freaking fed or making sure that I like my spirits are high or like always surprising me with little things even when money is tight I don't know I just he's so considerate and I'm very very grateful for the level of care that he puts into our relationship and just the level of care that he exemplifies for me Mm -hmm. through all of the things so yeah yeah. I love it 
Thanks. And then um, my pickle. Um, I'm sure this will be part of the ketchup in general, but um, I definitely am just feeling, and I know this comes from a privileged place. I'm lucky to have my health. I'm lucky to have the life that I have in, in, in every way. So just please know that. But I just am feeling really like exhausted by everything COVID related. Yeah, um, right now I'm we feeling- all are. We yeah, are. I really think so too, which I is why I'm saying it feels that way. I'd probably tiptoe a little more, but I just have this like almost frustration and I'm not really an angry person, but I'm just like, but I think I'm feeling frustrated. Like I'm feeling frustrated mm-hmm. with all of it. And I feel like so many of us have done so much work and have followed the rules. And I'm just like, it's time for us to live our lives. Like that's just the natural feeling that I have. I'm like, let us live our lives. <laughs> so I literally had two jobs this morning. I found out two jobs that I have just were canceled for this month and like it's like so frustrating and it's so hard not to then like spiral down Mm -hmm. like whatever path these things send you on but it is it's frustrating everybody's tired yeah no it's it's so true and I don't know I feel like for a while there was this sensation of oh it's it's gonna end at this point or it's gonna be different here but now that it's just dragged on for so long um and I know a lot of it is out of our control but it's just mm, over it really over it. <laughs> well, I think there was a point, you know, there was a point where things were feeling like better, you know, yeah. like over the summer um, and the fall, like pre-Omicron. And I, and I think it felt better because even though we were still in midst of pandemic, there was a sense of like, of like knowing it was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is how this thing operates. Like we know this is this way. Like, you know, if you're vaccinated, like you're risks for these certain things are way lower like we un- we started to have an understanding of how it worked and I what I've heard so many like psychologists talk about is why I, this is so exhausting is because there's so much unknown and that's what is so frustrating and exhausting because we feel yeah. like we can't like control it and we don't know and our brain just like is not good about handling that so yeah. we're back kind of at that phase of like unknown and that's why I think there's like this resurgence of like frustration and exhaustion Mm -hmm. because it's just bringing up that that same feeling of where we were like kind of in the beginning of like the unknown when there is when there is more of a understanding of how something operates even if it's not great we're able to like navigate our lives like in a much easier way 100% yeah so we're here living through the things and we're very lucky and grateful for what we do have but um I guess that's that's part of where with the holiday season I was very hopeful and we'll get into this in the ketchup so that you can get into your pride and pickle but I feel like now that it's gotten in the way of so many like events and moments and stuff I'm like damn another one um so but let's hear about you and then we'll we'll chat my pride this week is that all after two week two plus weeks of being away we finally got home back to LA yesterday and um Caitlin my little sister is here um and it I just was feeling very grateful for like my my living dynamic just especially after being away like it's like Brenda like you were saying about appreciating like the little things with Chris like I just felt like a really new appreciation for my living dynamic um so just feeling like like taking the time to be grateful for like those little things like we were all just like Caitlin was here and Nathan was here working in my room and Josh was here working on his things and I was here working on my things and Caitlin was here we're doing her work and it was just like a very it was just very and Ghost was here it was just very nice to be like like look at our little like community like it was 
often just to be grateful for like, oh, we have this great apartment and everyone gets to like do their thing and uh, we get to work off each other and have that like camaraderie and stuff. So feeling grateful for like that little thing. Um, and then my pickle, my pickle is, as we talked about on our last episodes, my my let, thing that I want to let go of the most in tw- to leave in 2021 the most is my negative self-talk. And I am actively working on it let me tell you like I promised I would and I am but man it's hard yeah and like it's one of those things where and I think there's this sense of you know the new year you think things are just gonna like flip a switch um and I knew that wasn't gonna be the case but I think I was you know just wanting to be hopeful that it would be easier and like you just want something like that to be easier and it's just frustrating when it's like okay I'm like I'm doing all the right things like I know the right things like why is this so hard to get over so just just the frustration of like, I know it's holding me back. So feeling frustrated that I can't beat it faster. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, it's, it's such a complicated thing. And I think everybody has like their, their thing, quote unquote, that like they know gets in the way, the thing that's kept them, held them back over and over again, that maybe they've, um, I don't even know if it's, if it's healed. Like, I think that that's part of part of like where I come up against certain things too is that like part of the thing that keeps us stuck in our own individual like cycles or frustrations I think is the fact that we get frustrated about it right because in a sense it's engaging with the fact that it's happening because we positive we want to be further along than that and to not have it at all but I think that certain things like that negative voices in our head whatever will always be there but I think they'll just won't be as loud and like we'll give them less attention and we are so I it's hard because obviously we all have fears and we all have insecurities and hopes and dreams and when we care so passionately for something in our lives and when we value it so highly we put a lot of energy and thought and pressure on it mm-hmm. um even if we believe in ourselves and I think that in that small sense that that small piece of us where that negative voice gets so loud that it's like no you can't Um, we give it that energy and attention and are frustrated that because we're actively working on it, that it's still there. And therefore we engage with it and it grows or it becomes more consistent. And I think that over time, the more that we learn to release it and not even give it for a second, a moment of belief, then the quieter it'll be. And like the less consistently it'll come up, but it's hard. It's like a really hard process. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating for sure. That's the right word. Yeah. Today's word of the day is frustration. Frustrating. We're angry elves. Oh my God. Speaking of frustration, Nathan got me one of those octopuses that you turn inside out. I want one of those. Brenda. I love him. We named him Larry. I literally like, I've been, I care. I've been carrying him with me literally everywhere I go since I got him. I said to Nathan, I was like, did you know that I was going to love this gift that much? And he was like, he was like, no. He was like, I literally thought it was going to be like a gag gift and you love it. And I was like, I love it. Because whenever I'm like frustrated or like cold or like want him to give me a hug, I turn him inside out. We, that's so satisfying. Every single time I've seen one, I always go, oh, like I just, I love it. Uh, no, you should get thing. one. You should totally get one and bring him everywhere with you. It's for some reason, it's so satisfying. Like a Tamagotchi, but plush. Yeah, Tamagotchi, but plush. And then like when something fun or happy is happening, you'd like turn him to his smile and then you're just like, wow. Okay, an interactive friend. 
Yeah, yeah. And you have to name him. Ours name is Larry. Oh, amazing. In my bag right there. We, Ooh, I love him. Let great, me on the show. Great, great gift. Very good for, you know, dealing with your emotions. Yeah, I'll say. I Thank love you, him Larry. so much. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, great gift. Great, great gift. Loved him. Oh, Incredible. So let's dive into some updates. Let's take it back. Let's you, take had it back. A cha- you had a lot of change of plans around Christmas time. Yeah, I did. I um, want to hear about it and um, how you navigated that because we know change is hard to navigate. It's hard. Yeah, especially so. Um, I was so excited to finally have some Christmas plans narrowed down where Chris and I would be hosting. And um, it meant so much to me. I overdid it on food. I spent so much freaking money. Um, I really just wanted it to be perfect. And it was the first time that we were having uh, both of our families at a holiday, just because my dad's usually working and just something always comes up. But um, it was the first time that we were going to be hosting both of our families in our home. And I was just really excited about it. Like something about the holiday time in general is so special to me. And my family has always made hosting events like such a big deal and such an act of love and care and and whatnot and and connection. So I really wanted to bring that to our families. And um on the on Christmas Eve, we went to Chris's mom's house during the day, and then my parents um, came by us at night for us to open gifts at midnight here, which is super special for me because we have a tradition of opening gifts, uh, at midnight, like I said, and for us to do it here. So we did that super beautiful, super nice. But I also felt a little bit flustered to be honest, because we were running a little bit late from Chris's mom's to us, um, to the point where like my parents were actually staying at a hotel, um, because our guest room isn't ready. We actually didn't have a bed. Now we do, but oh, we didn't I didn't know you got bed. Yay. Yeah. We got our bed on the 31st. So, um, finally, literally finally, but we didn't have anywhere for all of us to comfortably sleep at the time. So my parents stayed at a hotel to which they couldn't bring my dog. Um, and they were going to sleep over so they could be here on the 25th easily. And that we could, you know, go for breakfast and, um, then they could help us prepare stuff since we were going to be a good amount of people and I definitely needed help. So then my parents ended up coming, they have like an emergency key. So they ended up like coming inside, um, to like be inside with muffin and to drop off the food and whatnot. So like they were here before us, which brought me so much anxiety because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, um, I want to make sure we're prepared and whatever. Luckily we keep things very organized and whatnot, but any hoodles. Um, then my dad was not feeling very good the whole night in general, Mm. but you know, he was still like happy because it was Christmas. And then in the morning, me and Chris woke up and Muffin ended up sleeping over with us. And she, she's like, she's a very good dog, obviously, but it was like the first time that we've had like a dog in the space plus Mm. just the two of us. So we were so confused. Like she just wanted to like hang out at four in the morning. And I was like, what's happening? Like, what do you need to do? Like, I literally felt like as if I was a, like a new mom, because I'm like, what do you need? Like, speak to me. Like what's going on? Like I had, it's so funny because she's my dog. She's been my dog for 10 years, but like, I don't really like connect with her much. So (laughs) I didn't know what to do. And then, um, yeah, then my mom called and she was like, sweetie, I have some bad news. And I was like, oh my God, someone died. They didn't luckily. Oh my God. Your dad just tested positive. Long story, very long. My mom brought tests uh, because she wanted to be safe. My parent, my family was supposed to travel. So she just wanted them to be tested, us to be, everybody to take a test before the holiday gathering. 
Um, and she didn't expect my dad's to be positive. Like, yes, you would think, of course, symptoms and like he, whatever. Yeah, but I don't also, know. everyone also was having like the cold and flu. And like, yeah, exactly. So like, we're like, oh, maybe it could be something else. Yeah. Um, and then that sucked. <laughs> so me and Chris ended up like spending our Christmas Eve morning was still very beautiful. But then we like boxed up all the food and our parents individually like came to pick up stuff. Cause what were we going to do with everything? Oh. Um, and then me and Chris definitely still had a very lovely day. We still had like a nice dinner together. We still like had drinks together. Um, and then I overflowed our washing machine, but it was fine. Sufficient. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the, that was the Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for new year's, I wanted to do something cool and fun. Like I wanted to either like go out with our friends. Chris was originally working. Um, so I wanted to like ask Haley and Liz and the girls to like go out somewhere and like do some sort of dinner thing. But then after Christmas, I was like, there, it just doesn't make any sense. Like what are we going to do? Yeah. So um, yeah. And then me and Chris, Chris ended up being off, which was beautiful. So we spent it together. So we've had a lot of time together and I love it, but it was definitely hard when it's a time where it's like, you know, a big family time. How did you feel like navigating the changes? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was definitely disappointed, especially because we were already prepared. Like we yeah. just like felt like ready for all these things. So it definitely was sad to me, especially like during a year when like, I'm not like living at home and whatnot anymore. And I love my parents and our families so much, but, um, I guess I have to say like Chris is a big piece of how I feel like I've navigated stuff like that. He's, he just handles everything very like validatingly, but also like, this is the reality of the situation. Right. So like, what can right. we do from here? Like, how can we make it special now? So, um, I love that good. about him. That's such a great quality. I really love that about him too. Because I feel like not- he doesn't like, um, he doesn't like stew on things. No literally like his middle name might as well be released because the way that the way that he is able to release things is so fascinating and also ever asked him about that like why he's so 100 percent. i always ask him because i want to take notes on why i want notes that's why i'm asking i literally do i go how do you do that how do you just let go and he and he's just like so calmly like looks at me and goes well there's there's you know there's nothing we could do about it like it's just the reality and I'm like oh my god I don't get it like literally <laughs> like, I can't compute like can you write why am I brand like that we know and it's automatic and for me I'm just like <laughs> so no yeah. but I, I I wanted to ask you how navigating went because I think I think honestly you navigated it amazingly like I think an older version of Brenda would have taken it a lot harder yeah I, I agree, actually. Like, I think I would have been incredibly heartbroken. Of course, like I shed tears when I when my parents had to come to the door with masks on. Yeah, and, of course. You know, returned the dog and gave them food. And also I was worried because I was like, you know what, at the end of the day, I don't know how they're going to respond to this stuff, um, how their bodies will respond. So obviously hoping that they would be okay too. But um, yeah, I think I under the circumstances, I think I navigated it really well. Mm-hmm. But I think that's partially why I feel a lot of frustration with COVID things is because I'm like, you've, you know, ruined certain, so many things. And it, I feel like it was the, t- the, in the chaos of life, I love that the holidays are a time where people slow down and connect. And I, I feel a lot of resentment towards, um, that I'll release eventually, but resentment towards like, almost like taking back time that we can't get back. Mm-hmm. Taking away. Yep. Yeah. 
But um, although I didn't hear directly from you about your holiday, I saw your mom posted something about your own changes. So what's up, girl? What happened? Oh, she did? See, it's so weird not having Facebook because my parents post things and then people know things and I don't know that they know things. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's all I know. She didn't explain on the post. (laughs) Yeah, so we went to... First, I was in New York, and then we went to, and then I went to Boston to be with Nathan's family for Christmas, which was lovely. It was my first time in Boston, um, and it is the perfect place to be for Christmas. It is so Christmassy because mm-hmm. it's like cold and like very like quaint, and like they decorate the whole like city with like lights and like little garland things. So it was like a very perfect place to be for Christmas. Um, so that was really really lovely and I felt like I really gave myself the time to like be do to do nothing which I don't really give myself the grace to do a lot of the times a lot of times if I like am trying to do nothing I'm spending that time beating myself up that I'm not doing anything so I think for the first time in a long time I really did nothing and enjoyed doing nothing wow um which is very new for me it didn't last long it was only for like three or four days but uh, that is a win for me to like really enjoy doing nothing and also like everyone around was also doing that so I think that was like helpful um to be like yes we're all agreeing that we're all doing nothing and we're gonna be happy about it <laughs> and everybody was and that was like a real that was a real joy because that doesn't really get to happen a lot of the time so um so Christmas was lovely we were in Boston but then we were supposed to go to Grand Cayman for New Year's and um, before we left because things changed with the situation with COVID um, you have like we were gonna have to like test every day um, while we were there like at a testing center like go and get tested like every morning basically and if anybody in your house contracted COVID the whole house had to um quarantine for two weeks oh my god yeah so even though we knew we were gonna go there and be like very safe it was just like Nathan's family and like we weren't really gonna go out anywhere and like if we were gonna eat out it was gonna be outside and like even though we knew that like we were taking like extreme safe measures and like everyone was tested before we went like just we just felt that we couldn't risk possibly being stuck for two days I mean for two weeks um on top of like how long we were on top of the week of being there just it's just not feasible with like both of our work and with ghosts being in LA like it just it felt that the we I mean we went back and forth on our decision for like three days and it was like a really hard decision to have to make because it was like yeah of course it's just like a decision about a vacation which is like very minor in the scheme of life but um but we were excited for it and we had it planned and you know to have to be like to again I think this goes and what we we're talking about of the not knowing I think what kept us like so um annoyed was like not knowing if we were making the right decision or not yeah because there's just like so much out of our hands and like so much unknown but in the end we we realized that the even though the risk was low the repercussion was very high yeah um and we just felt that we couldn't take that chance and and also like would we would we enjoy it as much if we were always like being anxious about possibly like 
coming in contact with someone. So we made the decision not to go. Um, but luckily my parents live in Miami and that's easy to go to. So, and we wouldn't be stuck for two weeks there. So we just went there, which was a nice consolation prize. Um, so we ended up going to see my parents in Miami for a few days uh, for New Year's since getting back to LA would have been unbelievably expensive. It was cheaper to go to Miami and then to LA than to go straight to LA from Boston. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was so crazy. But then when we were flying home from Miami, we had a real fun travel debacle. I've heard everybody's travel plans have been, like everyone's flights have been freaking awful. Um, We were supposed to fly Monday night um, home on like a 9.30 flight. We got to the airport. We waited at the airport. Like we got to our gate, we got there early. And we got to our gate at like seven and our flight was at like 9.30. So we're sitting at the gate and then it comes time to like start boarding and like nobody's boarding. They're not like making any announcements for the plane. So we're like, what's happening? So then like the girl comes on and she's like, so sorry, like this plane's going to be delayed. Um, there is a, there was like a engineering issue and they need to like check the plane before we can board. And we're like, okay, whatever. She's like, it'll probably be like a half hour. So we're like sitting there and then another half hour goes by and they come back on and they're like, so there's a problem with the steering wheel on the plane and um, the captain is going to have to, the pilot's going to have to take the plane out onto the runway and like test it to see if it's okay to fly. (laughs) So at this point we're like, "Mm, do we even want to get on this plane if there's a problem with the steering wheel? Um, So then like a whole hour goes by the pilot comes out to make an announcement. He's like, we checked it. It's not really a safety issue. Like we're okay flying it, but we have to see if New York will let us fly. So then we waited another hour. And then Nathan's like looking out the window because the plane has been there. The plane has been there since we got to the gate. Like it's been sitting there for like hours at this point. And um, they start, he sees that they start loading our bags onto the plane. So we're like, oh, I guess we're going. Um, so we sit back down, we're like waiting, we're waiting, they come back on and they're like, and the lady goes, so this, we're sorry to say, but your flight has been again delayed until 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. We're like, what? That's not a delay, that's a cancellation. What the hell? And she said it like, it was such a dramatic pause, has been delayed until 11 a.m. tomorrow morning like she knew she knew that that wasn't a delay but that's how that they told her to say it yeah so so yeah so after being at the airport for like six hours they canceled our flight and then we had to wait an hour to get our bags because they loaded them onto the plane and then had to unload them and there was like one guy doing like seven guys job because everybody's out with COVID um and so that was awful. So then we had to like rebook flights really fast because Nathan had things with work and I had to get back to ghosts and flights were super expensive, but we got on like a really early flight yesterday morning. We're finally back, but it was goodness. Crazy. But I've heard everybody is having like yeah, awful, awful things. That's so crazy, dude. Gosh. Crazy. What a way to end the, the trip. And it was like a long time. Everything was amazing and I'm really glad you know, I'm very thankful that we have like family to go and visit and that we got to do some things, but it was definitely like a long time to be away. Mm-hmm. And so I am definitely feeling like, oh my God, like we were both like, we're so happy to be home. 
Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so what I've brought up before is like, after being away for so long and like being like out of your own space and then being with, you know, a lot of other people, I'm very much feeling like, oh my God, my social battery feels really low. And I just like wanted to take a second to like talk about it before, because I talked about this too. And I was like, not staying in my own space when I was like doing my shoot earlier in the fall. And it's just interesting to like notice changes about yourself as you get older, because before, like, when like when I was younger it's just like it feels like one of those things that like you always thought about like older people saying when like you were a kid and you're like I'm never gonna be that way yeah and then you realize as you get a little older it's like oh you do change Mm. and it's just such an interesting thing to acknowledge about yourself and I I know I'm very like aware of it and I wonder if other people are like as aware of it in themselves I, I mean like we are because we talk about this like for a living but um like just how how funny it is to like walk notice yourself change whereas like before like I was like traveling and staying different places and like I don't think it would really like affect me but now I definitely feel it affect my like energy yeah no that's that's so interesting and of course we notice stuff like that because we talk about it a lot but it is in, it's just in general, whether it's the draining of your social battery, your energy, or whether it's something else that you've noticed, like just through different seasons of life, um, feel different. Like I know that there were points where we've talked about like, oh, I feel like some sort of anxiety. Like, I don't even know. And now it's like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I need like a, a break. Like I love it in the moment, but now I need a break. And it's funny because I'm in such an opposite boat right now where I'm just like craving connection. And luckily mm-hmm. I have it. Um, I have it with Chris and um, luckily he's been around a little bit more um, this week and whatnot. So like, I feel it from him, but I'm also, I don't know. I'm like, I'm creating family, I'm creating my friends. And um, I totally understand the energy thing because I think I'm probably going to run into that thing um, since we had to like be quarantined and whatnot for a little while. Um, probably going to run into the thing of like, oh gosh, now I'm not used to seeing people. And now I like need some time. I definitely notice it like um, at work sometimes when I'm like, like when I'm actually in the office and people are like talking and asking questions, mm-hmm. obviously it's a very different circumstance, but I'm just like, I just need to like a little quiet. Like, can we not yes, talk right now? Yes. Like, no, I know. I totally know that. Yeah. And it's then I'm so like, interesting oh. to like learn. I feel like to like learn things about yourself. Cause you're like, totally. And it's funny because I know, especially growing up with you, like when we were younger, it would be like sleepover after sleepover, house after house. Like it would be one thing after the other. Yep. Or I even think about it in terms of our energy when it came to like, we used to stay at school until midnight. midnight. And now I'm like, I literally can't last that long. I know. It's like so sad. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, so, it's just very interesting and it's a real it feeling, but I guess it also goes to show that we, we show up differently in different phases of our lives too, or, or we prioritize or value different things too. And all that impacts the way that we feel. I just think it is so so interesting to like learn those things about yourself and then it's like oh okay well like that so like now I know some now I know I'm gonna have to navigate like certain things in the future differently and it just like I don't know why I hadn't really thought deeply about that before of like needing to to I don't know I guess like come to grasp with change with like changes in yourself and that yep. like that might mean that you need to operate differently in the future and it's just like such a very it's it's something that still feels very strange to me yeah totally I think it's because it's different from a way that you've known yourself to be but also I think it's that 
space, especially now that in our lives, we've prioritized ourselves and how we feel a lot more that it's like, oh, okay. So in order for me to feel like me and to feel whole and show up well for these people around me, Mm -hmm. like I need to set aside, I need to make sure I do this in my day, or I need to do Mm -hmm. this. And like, I feel like we've found little things for ourselves, even if it's just some time or some quiet or some, some peace um, that just like help you feel more like yourself. And it's hard when you're around other people to be able to find those little things. And I wonder what it is about like being, getting older that we like crave that more. Like, I wonder, you know, what, like, what was the thing that was different with us back then? Is it just that we're like, there's more demanded of us now? Like, I don't, I'm just curious as to like what the the reason. I mean, I could definitely, I could definitely see that. Like, I think in a lot of ways, feeling like there's more expectations of you and your time and what you produce and your accomplishments and how that in turn affects maybe the Mm -hmm. amount of money you make or how you're able to support yourself. Like, I think that's why in a lot of ways, like adults, like have a glass of wine at the end of the night or like, um, adults or relax or um I don't know like I think we crave that because among the chaos of the day even little things have a lot of significance Mm -hmm. so I I don't know if it's just like that that need for like calm um when there's just so much else going on and I feel like it has to be at least related to that yeah interesting interesting very and then one of my other, just because like we're right here and it's like the top of the year. And I, I, I want to bring this up because I feel like people, because I've seen it on Instagram, it's like people like, you know, you think like right at the beginning of the new year, you're supposed to like be so good on like all your resolutions and your goals and like have this like renewed sense of energy. And in a lot of ways I do, but um, one of the other things that I wanted to let go of was like, like, a, like not taking away my own joy in the moment Mm. and I've been doing that I love that no I have no I'm I'm taking away my joy oh you're taking it away oh I thought you were saying I'm actively okay understood no that's not good no it happens it's funny because I was talking to Ash about this in the sense that I'm like you were so happy for me (laughs) what so you were so happy for me and I just squashed it. I know. You're like, no, you're wrong, bitch. You're wrong. Um, I'm taking my joy. I think I've like cried about something on the 1st of January, like every year, which is so funny because and it, it can be something stupid. Like I'll tell you this year, I don't know what was wrong with me. And you know what? No, that's, that's, let's not invalidate you, Brenda. But I, Chris was like, no, I'll make the bed. And I was like, <laughs> you don't think I can make the bed? <laughs> And then, now I can laugh at it. In the moment, we can we can un, uh, un, unpack that. Unpack that. Unpack that. But in the, now I'm looking at it, I'm like, what? Like it can be something serious. It can be not serious. It could be something oh, as yeah. simple. No, as I I cried on New Year's Eve. I was having the be- we were having a lovely time. We went for a lovely dinner. We had champagne on the roof. We watched fireworks. It was beautiful. It was a gorgeous little night. Like nothing over the top. So beautiful. And then I got into bed and I started looking at pictures of my dog and I cried because ghost wasn't there. There you go. <laughs> Nathan comes out of the bathroom. He was like, what happened? <laughs> we like, went into the bathroom. Everything was happy and good. We were like listening to music at the end of the night. Just the two of us were like sitting out on the patio, like looking at the view, like listening to music. Like that's what we like to, something we like to do together. 
Uh, we were having a great time. We were listening to throwbacks. We were dancing. We got into bed. It's time for bed. He goes to the bathroom. I'm like all happy. And then he goes out and I'm like sitting there crying. And he's like, what? What did I? He's like, did I do something? I was like, I just missed my dog. Oh my God. You see, my dude, the flip of a switch. I'm allowed to miss my dog, but I don't have to take away the joy. A hundred percent. No. And I, I totally get that and totally relate to it. And I think it's something that everyone does, but I, I feel like that in itself, even if it's a silly example, like I know in the past, because of how much I am about this, like clean slate, like exactly what you're saying. And I didn't feel that this year, um, in the sense of like, oh, you have to be perfect because now it's January 1st. Mm -hmm. But I noticed even in myself, I'm like, okay, like you can cry on the 1st of January and still have a great year. Like it's okay. I fully, fully agree. Yeah. And it just can't be like, it's freaking January 6th. And I can't tell you guys the beginning of how crazy this year has already been in six days. Um, So it's so funny, but I feel like that is also a moment of growth for, for me is not letting moments be so all defining because part of the biggest things that I struggle to release is the, the power that every moment has. And I think it's well-intended in the sense of how deeply I care about those moments, but, um, I'm proud of the way that I've been able to let go of something like the holidays changing of, of a moment, you know, not having things define, you know, everything. So, yeah. 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 And I think that that's an important lesson for everyone. And I hope we can all kind of start this year off on that note of like, maybe this beginning of the year, it hasn't been perfect or smooth, or you haven't, you know, like done the things that you say you're going to do yet, but like to not let that color or anything or carry over like every day every day we get to choose to like how we want to be that day and like if it's hard to choose the best version of yourself that day like that's okay Mm -hmm. um you can get to choose that version the next day totally and I think that's a a beautiful way to to tie everything together Ju because I know that so many reasons why people feel frustrated by the idea of like resolutions or whatever or the, the reason why people don't follow through with them or all of that stuff is because of that exact pressure that if you don't get it right in the first couple of days mm-hmm. or in the first however long, and then you ultimately aren't consistent with the things that you said you're going to do, then you don't do them. And then they, in turn, there's a self-fulfilling prophecy of it not happening mm-hmm. because you were too hard on yourself for it not happening perfectly at first. So I think that's really a spirit that I'm embodying is just like, exactly that like every day is a new opportunity if it doesn't happen yesterday but I do it consistently throughout the year if you don't if you don't do what you said you were going to do in the first six days of the year but you do it for 300 and I don't know 20 days out of the 365 like you're gonna get closer to the version you're doing great so it's okay yeah let it go a hundred percent I think we should leave it there on that because we all need to walk away with that. So with that said, we will see you guys on Thursday. We're back for two episodes a week. We have some exciting guests coming on, some really fun topics that we're going to dive into. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to go through this year all together. Like we get to go through this year all together, which is so exciting. Like looking back on how much we went through last year. um, I'm so excited. And the people we got to talk to and the things we've gotten to learn, like I'm so excited to to get to do that this year we're really yeah no me too I think it's going to be really special I'm excited for everything we're going to learn all the ways in which we're going to grow all the things that we're going to do and become and the people that we're going to spend it with so thank you guys for being along for the journey and we'll see you on Thursday goodbye everybody bye everyone 
Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.